and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, to escape a deadly blizzard in the Himalayan foothills, Monkey, Pigsy, Sandy and Tripitaka take refuge in a small cave. With Tripitaka's death from starvation looking imminent, Monkey tricks Pigsy into going out into the cold to sacrifice himself in order to provide food for the master. Grief-stricken Tripitaka believes he has eaten his disciple and becomes possessed by the spirit of Pigsy. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast Me your host, Jake Hello and welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast This week, episode 20 Outrageous coincidences. Reminder, as always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen the episode, I suggest you go and watch it, then come back and join us. Well, episode 20, we're fairly getting through the series. We're at the we're at the home straight, as they say. But our pilgrims are struggling. We introduced them in this episode where it's winter has come, as they say in the, what is it called? Oh yeah, Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah, it's certainly coming for the pilgrims because it looks like they're crossing the Himalayas and the scene is one of blizzards, snow, and they're, they're in a cave trying to shelter. There is no explanation what has happened to the horse. That's just conveniently forgotten, which does seem to happen on the occasional episode. Yeah, we can look beyond it. Perhaps the horse has been magicked to the other side of the mountains. I don't know. Maybe. The the trio plus Tripitaka. What's that? Quadruple? Quartet. The quartet, however, are in trouble because not only is it incredibly cold, they have not eaten for days. I'll die of hunger. Don't say that. If you keep reminding him, he'll never want to wake again. Naturally, nothing is growing in the middle of this frozen wonderland. Tripitaka looks like he's on the way out. I can do no less, so when I'm dead, you must eat me. Is that an order? He's a human, so he probably has less resistance than the others. But no question, they are all struggling. I think I shall die here, monkey. 
I feel quite warm, although I know it's not. And that's probably the first theme in this episode, because they're effectively looking round at each other with eyes increasingly wide at potentially thinking which one of you is going to end up in the pot. A wee bit like that movie when the airplane went down in the Andes. That's what's coming around here. Now, naturally, there's a bit of a a discussion between the three disciples with the, the general consensus that pork tastes better than fish and monkey. Now, I guess that's right. I mean, fish probably against pork it's a bit of a bit of a 60-40, you know, sometimes you could think fish might be actually better, but monkey, you don't eat monkeys. So yeah, so that's out the running. Anyway, Pigsy, who naturally is not enamoured with that uh, discussion, so is not up for it. So so they are they are going to draw lots, and the, the loser of the lot is going to basically go out into the snow. Right? I'm just going out now. I may be some time. However, what they are going to do is they're going to tie a rope to them so that eventually when the the unfortunate loser goes out and then succumbs to the cold, the others will just yank on the rope, get them back in when they're dead and fire up the barbecue. No actual explanation as to how they're going to actually cook anything, but that's the idea. Now, of course, things are never as straightforward as they would be because the draw itself is fixed and Pigsy's going to lose it, right? So it's Monkey takes three bits of hair from himself and... I'll build one. And if you pick the curly one... Pigsy gets it. No, but I meant to pick the other hair. You chose it. The hair. Pigsy, oh no. You can't throw me to it just because I made the little mistake. I chose it for Sandy. But he was always going to get it. It's, it's a wee bit like the, you know, the Scottish Football Association's draw for the, for like the Scottish Cup when they've got Rangers and Celtic in the same draw. But you just know they're not going to get drawn together. It's it, the sponsors don't want it, the fans don't want it, the other teams want it, but who cares about them? It's just not going to happen, and that is exactly the situation here. Pigsy, oh no, I've got it. So there's like there's a little bit of a hugging session going on. Thanks, bye, see you, and off he goes disconsolate into the snow. A short time later, thereafter. The rope is slack. There's no one at the end. Monkey and Sandy go out to try and find, to find that the rope is no longer attached to Pigsy. However, they see a dead pig and just assume that's him. Carry it back to the cave and happy days, it's roast pork time. Trippy Taka, wake up. Come on, get some bacon. And they're all gorging themselves. No booze, unfortunately. But, you know, with small mercies, 
you know, they're just uh, tucking in. Isn't bacon good? That is definitely one of the, like, yeah, if I was a woman, vegetarian, that would probably be the biggest miss. Because you can still drink booze when you're vegetarian, right? But bacon, jeez. Especially the crispy bacon. You know, the one with the, I hate that fat stuff when it's like just only a little bit cooked. Anyway, that's by the by. Now, there, there is a sort of overarching theme here of, of sadness that, yes, they've had the nourishment from the roast pork. However, they are actually eating one of their friends. And when Tripitaka eventually comes to his senses and, oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, where is Pigsy? They are naturally a little bit mm, looking at each other. Um, he's uh, he, mm, he's gone out um, until it becomes obvious that actually Pixie's on the plate. Tripitaka, who, by the way, let's remind ourselves, is a Buddhist. She shouldn't be eating meat anyway is distraught. How dare you serve up one of my disciples to me? Pixie is what you have just eaten. No, horrible! Yeah, just my mind just went back there to that. I don't know if you ever saw that. It was the the amygdalum cow in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where Zephod and uh, Ford Prefect Trillian and Arthur are all sitting around the table and a pig comes up. Or is it? No, it's a cow. It's a cow. Comes up and suggests various parts of his body to be eaten. So the bottom line here is Tripitaka is consumed with guilt. Is like, you can't believe it. And even when the snow is clear and they can continue their journey, he just kind of get over it. You can't get over it. It's like, how could we have done such a thing? How could I do such a thing? And he's getting so enamoured into it, he's starting to become a bit like Pixie. It's like a reversion to being the swine. Gluttony and lust being the two main things. It's very interesting to see. The first village they come to, Trippy's now starting to get a bit, starting to get a bit mouthy. He's checking out, what was there to eat? What was there to drink? And he's hitting on women. Oh, girl. Oh, lovely. You're a nice girl. I like nice girls. I like girls when they are naughty too. Give us a kiss then. Don't run away. Like, so the, like, I, I presume Buddhists would maybe take a glass of wine or something like that now and again, right? But but not, like, the whole bottle. Pigsy's wanting, really, two or three bottles. Tripitaka is becoming, like, a, a facsimile of Pigsy because he's consumed with guilt. He wants to basically take on his his persona. And we see the, the amazing sight of Tripitaka with a hangover. Like, like that... You, it's not something you would immediately associate with Buddhist priests. All this head. What happened to me? Oh, nothing much. It's just that we think half of Pigsy's... Sandy! Oh, jeez, that's a terrible hangover. 
in Scotland, we, we have this um, soft drink called Iron Brew, which is reportedly uh, a decent cure for hangovers. It's very, very high sugar. But it's um, probably just that sweet spot to take the, the little edge off. But there's no question that there's there's no Iron Brew going on in this um, in this village. Tripitaka, in his pigsy-esque guise, is suffering monstrous hangovers. But the, but the most amazing thing in this episode, I thought, was he's thrown it off. He's like, I'm going back out again tomorrow. Remember when you were young, you, you were able to do that? Like nowadays, if I, if I have a big night out, I'm stuffed for like two or three days. Right? It's like, you can only really do that once a quarter. Whereas, you know, I don't know how old Tripitaka is meant to be here, but he's 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 getting smashed on on one night. He's got a monster hangover the next day. But by the time it's the night again, he's back up for it. You know, he's bounced back. Which, you know, I like that's... It used to be possible to, to go to, like, one of those Mallorca or Gran Canaria, one of those holiday islands, and you'd be out every night. And I think, God, how on earth was that ever possible? But you just done it every night on Saturday night. And that's what it is for um, Tripitaka here. And he's he's up dancing. That's an unusual sight. He doesn't have his hat on right enough, but he's, he's up dancing. To monkey magic as well. That's getting played in the disco. Isn't that odd that monkey doesn't, like, doesn't go dancing to that? That's his tune, but... No, Trippy Duck is going to, like, you know, singing it, but he's dancing. And, by the way, hitting on chicks as well. They host! Come Don't master, don't! Get off! I'm not doing any harm! What else are pretty girls for? So, you know, that kind of, that sort of dance and then, then shuffling up next to people and then, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to touch you. And so... Devilish little smile. Trippy Taka, man, he's all over it. It's very unclear whether he's actually, if he's actually kind of gone home with anyone. But that's left kind of, it's kind of left unsaid. But there's a there's a potential, right? Hi, what's your name? Ah, Trippy Taka, Buddhist priest on the way to India. Do you got any wine? <laughs> The plot comes to a crescendo when Pigsy, the real Pigsy, who has actually, he's not dead. It was just a coincidence. That's the name of this. That's the name of the show, right? Outrageous coincidences. He came loose from the rope, fell uh, down a down a ravine, but he's he's recovered, and uh, by some miracle, he has survived. So it was just an ordinary pig that they found. So he hadn't eaten them at all. What we ate in the cave was just an animal dead of old age. But Pigsy would have been tenderer. Pigsy runs into Monkey and Sandy. Both Monkey and Sandy haven't actually had much to do in this episode. After uh, probably being sent to Coventry, which means being, uh, being... What does that mean, sent to Coventry? It means... Being, I'm not talking to you, because how dare you feed me your brother for food? 
But Monkey and Sandy are wandering around, and who do they run into but Pigsy? Neither of whom believe it's the other party. They're assuming it's a spirit or it's a demon or whatever. And a fight ensues. Of course it does. Eventually, at the end of the fight, it is obvious. It is the real deal. It is really Pigsy. And whilst the the monkey and Sandy are like, but how can that possibly be? It is just it is just a coincidence. So what was the episode about? So clearly one of the main themes this week is the type of behaviour that people think is acceptable on holiday. Now, we use the example of Tripitaka here, who in his normal day-to-day life is quite a conservative person. There's, there's ample evidence in the episodes previous that that is exactly what it is. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. However, in this episode, he is right down that dance floor, hassling the women, dancing, having a whale of a time, and getting gloriously drunk. He's getting hangovers. And then, I'm going out again the mora. It really made me think, this is like your stereotypical quiet office worker who goes utterly wild when they go to somewhere like Gran Canaria or Tenerife. What am I doing in a place like this? It's like the shackles has come off them and they're determined to party hard or go home. That's what Trippy's doing here. It's actually a wee bit of a release for him. He might not think it at the end of this episode, but it's probably done him the world of good. That is what Monkey is saying to us. Oh, we better go and tell Tripitaka, who is still getting torn into the wine. Tripitaka is overjoyed to see Pixie again. And then, you know, almost like at the end of the fortnight's holiday to... Uh, Grand Canaria, when you're back in the airport. No, you're back to the normal person again. You're not raging. I'm, I'm just back to normal. You said she could stay and talk to me. Mm. Dancing with someone else. No, no, she said she liked handsome pixie. She knows I'm on the way to India. That's just what he said. You know, the pretty boy she found herself. I said to her, get yourself someone who's steady. These girls. <laughs> steady? Right. Not a hint of an apology, I'd have to say. Like, we're, we're sorry we were thinking we were eating you. No, it's just it's just saying, oh, thanks, Good, great that you're back. Let's just move on. Not a hint. And even when there's a little bit of a kind of a nudge in that direction, Monkey's like, it's really Sandy. He's kind of pointing at Sandy. Sandy's getting the blame. But he wasn't the one that diddled the game so that Pigsy was getting the short stick. Come on. 
I suppose, you know, like, you know, it's that's just the way it goes in these these things. But it's just just carry on, right? Forget about it. But like, who cares? And the pilgrims are then start to move on, and it's like, oh, it's all forgotten about. Where is the horse, by the way? Where is the horse? The questions that kind of came from me from this episode is like, it's a bit evil, isn't it? That, that you know, they're they're having this cannibal thing, but we're going to dupe Pigsy, so it's definitely going to be you. Yeah, that's no good. But the biggest thing is, no question, it, it's it's trippy taka disco dancing, so out of character and hitting on chicks. Brilliant. It's left very ambiguous as to whether he's kind of cracking on to them. But I think he probably was. And then again, it's like this airport thing, right? Where he's back to the mission and let's just not talk about that anymore, right? I, I, I let my hair down. I raved it up for two weeks. It wasn't me. It was me on holiday. That kind of thing, right? Nowadays... It would be all posted on social media and things like that, so you just couldn't really escape it. But obviously, in this time, there was no social media, so he can just pretty much say, "What's well, in the past is in the past." Original transmissions in the UK. This was the twenty-eighth of November, nineteen eighty, in Japan the 18th of February, 1979, and in Australia, the 4th of June, 1981. And with that, the pilgrims continue on their journey. If the world often seems unfair to people who believe in fate, this is because fatalists can come to believe they cannot change or improve. But if there is fate, it is fated that we make our own lives. Join us next week where we will be on episode 21. Pigsy, King and God. listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon, no doubt. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com. So we had uh, communication this week from uh, N17 who wrote 
really enjoyed the Vampire Master episode and liked your thoughts that maybe Trippy could have been a vampire for a few episodes. Yeah, listen, I said that last week, uh, N17. But do you know something? I've actually changed my mind. I'd rather just Trippy had a few weeks of being like Pixie. Because it seems like in nearly every episode, certainly earlier in the series anyway, the women sort of like Trippy, but he's always kind of pushing back on them. Yet, but the dog woman was after him, right? If she's after him and Trippy's going, yeah, come on, we're on. Like, how different an episode that would be instead of this running away from her. Or maybe it could be... It could be like monkey and, and fighting or something. I don't know. The Trippy. The the guy has got what you would call potential. And listen, if he's dancing in this week's episode, he's able to do anything in next week's episode. Thanks for writing in 17. Keep listening. My name's JP. Thanks for listening.